What's going on, designers and decorators? It's Timothy, CEO and founder of Endema. And Hannah's missing today. I miss her so much. She's a little sick today, so it's me flying solo. I have someone special today. Her name is Natalie. I'm not going to say her last name because I don't want to butcher it. Natalie is um, part of a design partnership PR firm, and we're going to talk quite a bit about PR stuff today. How are you, Natalie? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. No, not no. Thank you. Not, seriously, I know you're busy. Um, how do you pronounce your last name? Norcross. Norcross. Natalie Norcross. Okay. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I just didn't want to butcher it for you. So we're all good there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. Whereabouts are you located, by the way, like geographically? Yeah. So I am um, in Charlotte, North Carolina, but most of our team members are in New York and LA. So I go back and forth pretty frequently. That's so awesome. Actually, it's funny. I'm from New York, grew up, raised in New York, and I live in Los Angeles right now. I love it. It's so great. It's so I love, weird. Yeah. Yeah. Love LA weather. I love... Um, I love Charlotte. I've been there. My parents used to have a house on the mountains in Charlotte. And I always found it fascinating how like your ground is clay. <laughs> it's like oh, yes. Everything's the weirdest red. <laughs> thing. Yeah. It's like red clay, sort of speak. Yes. I love that. Where in the mountains did they have a house? I don't even remember. It was when I was so young. I think I went there maybe like three or four times when I was younger. Um, and then we moved to New York and I never, I've not been back since then. (laughs) Awesome. So let's start off with your story. Like, like, tell us, you know, how you got to where you, where you are kind of not, not like a resume or a CV, but just kind of tell us your story. What, what brings you to, you know, our lovely world of interior design and, and how'd you get here? Yeah. So I actually started my career as an interior designer. I had a successful design firm doing high-end residential and hotels internationally. Um, and I sold my business in May of 2008. And in October of 2008, the economy crashed and I started having uh, designers and architects come to me for marketing and PR, which is how the agency was born. And, you know, now, you know, we've just kind of grown and really enjoy uh, serving the design community and just have a passion for um, obviously, you know, interior design. And at the time when I had my design firm, there wasn't really a PR agency for designers. So I hired an in-house PR gal and we just kind of like figured it out as we went along. And so after I had sold my design firm, it just kind of made sense to repeat that model. Uh, for designers and serve them in that way. So now we're here. Yeah. Wow. So did it come like naturally to you when, when you started all this? Like, was it just like, just it naturally clicked? Because when I think of PR, I just like, I start like shaking because I, <laughs> I don't know, like, I don't even know where to start with it. But did you guys just like, is it just like natural for you? Is it, is it something that you really had to shift your mindset going from a designer to PR pro? And how did that like process look for you? Yeah, good question. So personally, I really loved kind of the marketing and PR side of running the design firm. I mean, we had a good staff Mm. of designers that was running a lot of the accounts and doing a lot of the day-to-day, you know, design and coordination and client management. And so I always just found that passion within my design company. And so, um, you know, being able to kind of do it every day, all day for others has just been phenomenal because it's just something that really mm-hmm. lights me up and that I enjoy, you know, doing. And so, um, I think that for me, it was kind of an easy transition because I didn't, you know, really realize at the time that I could actually spend hundred percent of my time just focused on what I really, really love doing, which is, you know, the marketing PR side. So. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel that like, 
I'm trying to like, there's, there's so many things in my mind. Like, I just want to talk to you for like days. <laughs> um, do you feel like it's so coming from being a designer, um, you know, obviously you have the everyday nuances of your project process and getting new projects. Do you feel like it's still equally a challenge? Um, like you're equally challenged mentally on the PR side of our industry versus actually being a designer? Like, or do you think they're obviously they're very, very different, right? Um, right. But do you find it as challenging or did you find it more challenging to to shift over to PR than you than you were challenged as a designer? Good question. I mean, I think with any business, right, there's there's pros and cons. There's challenges. There's, mm-hmm. um, you know, wins. There's, you know, definitely mountains and valleys with every business. Right. And so sure. um, I think that it's just, you know, similar types of, of focus in growing business and ultimately our you know, mission and our core values with both the design firm and even with the PR agency are very much in alignment of, you know, we're here to serve and support others. And that's really kind of, you know, our mission and and culture. And so in that, with that mindset, I think that's something that has stayed pretty consistent in terms of like a thread through and through. Um, And something that I just personally am really passionate about is, you know, being able to, you know, help and and serve um, our clients and, serve humanity and, you know, help their business in, in some way. And so by getting them an awesome win and featured in architectural digest or El decor or house beautiful is so exciting. And, you know, something that I still, you know, enjoy doing is just getting those wins for the client and, um, seeing, you know, their face light up and their excitement, you know, uh, when we land that. So. Yeah, I would probably cry if I ever landed in AD when I was actively designing. <laughs> I, I don't even know how I would react to that. You know, getting published is, it's a whole different thing than, you know, just obviously, you know, getting recognition from, you know, someone like uh, Indima, for example, we we recognize a lot of designers, both on our Instagram and, you know, some blog posts we have before too. But when you get to like the big leagues, like AD and um, L magazine and all this other stuff, like, or L decor rather, or house beautiful. Um, I think it's like a, a whole different, like feeling that you get, like, a, like a, in a sense that you've accomplished really like what a lot of designers only dream to do. Like there's a lot of designers who dream to get on these, you know, like these magazines and get PR like that. So yeah, I can, I can imagine what they feel like. It's, it's, it's probably really amazing for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really exciting. It's something we, we love doing and have such a, mm-hmm. a great team and, and support that um, are actively, you know, pitching and helping clients to grow their business in various ways. Yeah. So yeah, we love it. That's awesome. So what, what does success look like with that? So obviously, you know, there, every design firm may have different goals, but, you know, ultimately if you were to just put a sentence or two to it, what, what would you say success is when it comes to a design firm, um, hiring you guys for PR? Is it, is the end goal really just getting, you know, that, that listing or that recognition in AD or getting, you know, that PR and El Decor or House Beautiful? Like what does that success look like? Great question. Yeah, we really, um, kind of formulate success metrics based on strategic KPIs with each client. So we have kind of a mm. proprietary pro- a proprietary process in the beginning of the client um, and our partnership where we kind of go through an overall brand strategy, st- strategic strategy, as well as a brand expansion roadmap. Um, and then we really kind of take that overall process um, and develop, you know, strategic KPIs and goals for every client. And then, you know, kind mm-hmm. of back those metrics um, through, you know, monthly or quarterly 
uh, reports and making sure that we're kind of hitting, you know, those KPIs along the way. And so for every client, it's totally unique, right? Like there might be one designer that they're looking for more quality clients instead of quantity of clients. And they have more clients than they can handle, but they would rather have, you know, a good five to $10 million projects than 20, you know, $250,000 projects. So for them, if that's their strategic KPI, then that goal and that strategy will look different. So every client, you know, has a different success metric and something that, you know, we kind of align with in the beginning of the program so that we can really, you know, achieve those results along the way. Interesting. My, my brain is like, <laughs> this gear <laughs> spinning. I've always wondered um, about this and I'm so sorry if this sounds like a silly question, but uh, I just, I'm transparent. So I'm going to ask it anyway, regardless if it sounds silly. I love it. No, I'm totally transparent. So throw it at oh, me. Good. <laughs> so um, when we're talking about like PR, like my mind, right? Because I've never, I've never hired a PR firm, even when I was actively designing, uh, you know, even in Dima, just before we started recording, we were talking about maybe possibly working together. So in my mind, just not knowing anything about what your industry does and what you do, um, more so talking to me in layman's terms here, um, is PR really meant to get bigger clients or is it more of like that recognition or is it really a combination of a lot of things like the getting the better clients because you have that PR and you can obviously put that on your website, but does that directly correlate with getting those better clients or is that more so, I, I don't know if I'm making any sense either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you're making perfect sense. So, you know, PR is, is, changing a brand's perception. So it's not necessarily like a lead generator and something that, you know, you're going to get, right. you know, a million leads tomorrow from. Um, but the kind of nature of PR and the way that it works is it naturally up levels a quality of a brand. So uh, most of our clients are kind of at that stage where they, at least on the design side, where our interior designers are looking for more quality rather than quantity. And PR is really great for that because as people see that you're not, you know, regularly published, it just builds that third-party recognition, that trust. The other mm -hmm. interesting thing with PR and interior design is it's more engaging. So like, if you think of it, the difference between an ad, which a static ad is just kind of, you know, a static ad where earned media, which is what we do instead of paid media, it's a little bit more storytelling in nature. So it's like bringing somebody into your project, into the home, telling them, you know, what you were able to achieve from a design standpoint for the family's use, et cetera. Um, and because interior design is so personal, it's really a great way to kind of up-level a design brand in that way. Cause it does kind of mm -hmm. bring you in more storytelling and engaging in nature. So um, it does kind of just naturally up-level the brand. Uh, and then there's a lot of different strategies that we recommend that clients do to leverage their press. Um, and so they could, you know, add to their website, post in social media, send them out an email blast. Um, but that, you know, third party recognition is helpful. And then also having a lot of high ranking backlinks um, helps to increase your SEO, especially in markets where you are very competitive. So if you're in like a New York or a Los Angeles market and you're fighting for those number one spots on SEO, um, having those high ranking backlinks going back to your website will help to increase your SEO. So when someone goes to search for interior designer Los Angeles, then your website comes up and the more of those backlinks that you have uh, with other domains that have high domain authority, then, you know, the easier it is for Google crawlers and spiders to find you. Exactly. Well, very, very interesting. So talking about the cost, I know that's like a loaded 
whole thing, especially when every design firm is, is obviously very different. KPIs are different, but I think we're erring more on the, the typical cost that it would be to hire a PR firm and understanding that it's more of like an investment and a long-term investment for designers and not something that's, you know, as quick as like, you know, if you were to rebrand, you know, like a rebrand can take, yeah, it could take up to six months, maybe even longer some, some situations. Um, but what, what would you say is a, like a typical cost um, for a PR brand or a PR firm? And um, would you consider that cost more of an investment? Yeah, I mean, we definitely consider it an investment into your, you know, business for growth. Um, but we definitely tell clients that, you know, it, PR is a marathon, it's not a race. So the more that you can kind of consistently get published month over month, the better it is for your brand. Um, so all of our clients have a six month initial term. And then after that, you can cancel anytime. Um, but most of our clients, you know, we do kind of tell them to plan and budget for at least 12 months. Um, but that long-term partnerships is really, you know, what our ideal client looks like. So we have several clients going on, you know, their third, fifth, seventh year with us, our agency average is about seven years. Um, so we mm -hmm. really do like to partner with our clients long-term. Um, and there's a lot that we can do from, you know, strategic partnerships. We also do um, social media. So even beyond PR, uh, we can really, you know, partner with clients and grow their brands in that way. Um, and so depending on kind of, you know, what it is that the brand is needing, we can kind of custom tailor a proposal and a package that makes, you know, sense for that brand. Uh, whether they just need PR, if they also want social media and partnerships. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of different puzzle pieces to put it together. Yeah, I would imagine. And every, obviously every design firm also would be at a different price point, depending on what their needs and needs are and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of like interior design, right? Every client is different. <laughs> right. Yeah. It'd be like walking into, you know, it'd be like saying, well, how much do you charge for, you know, interior design? It's like, well, <laughs> can I look exactly. at the house and see, you know, how much work that we'd have to do? And then we could give you a quote. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very that's so similar. Funny. Yeah. Right. So if you were to put, or if you were to have like top three tips when looking for a PR firm and to give some advice for those that after, especially after this episode, would want to go look at a PR firm. What would your top three tips be um, in regards to you know designers looking for a PR firm? Like, what are, what should they look for? Um, is there certain things they should steer away from uh, focusing on when looking for a PR firm? Yeah, great question. I mean, I think that ultimately looking at the relationships that they have with the outlets that you'd like to be published in. You know, so if you know, one of your goals is to be published in Business of Home or Designers Today or Architectural Digest or, you know, just kind of looking at what relationships that they have, because ultimately a lot of it comes down to, you know, having those relationships with those editors. And then also I would definitely look at any case studies and clients that they serve that are kind of similar in that way or, you know, within your niche. Uh, we are a deeply niched agency, obviously. So we're really only focused on the design community. And I think that's one thing mm -hmm. that is really helpful is just understanding the design world and, you know, really kind of staying focused on, on that niche um, is really helpful. We also have an awesome blog post. Um, if you ever wanted to check it out on our website called five things you should be asking a PR agency before you hire them, that goes into mm -hmm. a lot of this in a little bit more depth. Um, and you know, like the industry niches and things of that nature. Um, 
but ultimately I think it's a lot about relationship and if it's a good fit for your business, um, you know, a lot of it is a partnership and we do have to work pretty closely together. And so it's pretty important that, you know, it's a, a good kind of cultural fit. And that's what we look for too. you know, when we're talking with potential clients is just making sure that is this somebody that I, we feel like we can serve and support and help even reach their goals and attain their goals and, and vice versa. You know, I think when you're looking at a PR agency, you really want to make sure that it it's somebody that you will like spending time with because you'll be spending a lot of time together. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. A ton of time. Endless meetings probably too. Yeah. Just a lot of meetings, a lot of connecting, understanding your projects, mm-hmm. you know, in order for us to pitch your project, we really need to know intimately a lot about the project. And so, you know, just getting really you know close and familiar. Yeah, no, exactly. Well, that's a lot to unpack in the short time that we've had together. How can designers reach out to you specifically? Like if they're if they're like, all right, I'm sold. I've listened to Natalie and I'm just like ready to go. Where can they find you and, and how can they get get in touch with you to, to get started? Yeah, absolutely. So um, our website actually is a wealth of information. If you go to adesignpartnership.com, um, there's a ton of info on there. There's also a contact form that you can fill out, which gives us a lot more information kind of um, about you and the company. And you can schedule a consultation there. Um, and then, you know, we'll meet with you and kind of walk you through the next steps. Um, but also there's tons of freebies. So we love being really generous. Um, and so even if you're just wanting to learn a little bit more about, you know, different things to grow your brand. If you go to our website, there's a tab on the top called freebies and we have some really awesome, um, guides in there. So we have a photo shoot guide and a nail your niche formula and a business workbook. So even if you're not really ready to jump into PR yet, um, I urge anybody just to head over to our website. Cause there's a lot of free guides and a lot of awesome information there on the freebies as well as in our blog. Yeah. Who doesn't love freebies? We, we love freebies. We have a lot of free stuff too. <laughs> you, you have to, it's, yeah, it's really we just nice love, that you guys like, do that too. Yeah. And sharing our knowledge with, you know, the design community is something that we're really you know passionate about. Um, and even if you're not ready for like a full fledged full service PR program, our courses are really great. We have two courses, one, uh, a PR course and a marketing course. And then our consults are also, we just launched that at the end of last year um, where you could hire us just to do kind of a one-to-one video consultation um, and walk through and create a brand strategy plan, um, a social media strategy, or even a PR strategy. So those are kind of just like one-time consultations and a great way to at least, you know, see if that's something that makes sense for you. And, you know, you'd like to Um, not necessarily have it totally done for you, but have the strategy in place and then implement it yourself. Nice. I know a lot of people who would love that. So I'll be passing it on to those people. Awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. And it's also yeah. really good too. That I know a lot of people also steer away from the DIY, but if you think about it as well, if you're not ready to take that leap and, and you know, invest in that PR, you know, you, you might as well start it at least, you know, take that, that course. I think yours is a four, four ninety seven, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, easy peasy and do it yourself. If you find that you need something more, a little hands-on, then you jump on, you know, call with Natalie and and her team and, you know, figure out something that's more specific. That's, you know, more hands-on, but it was such, such a pleasure. Thank you for sharing your story, telling us all about PR and um, 
you know, really thankful to have you on the podcast today. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad to be here and really appreciate you having me. Absolutely. Everything will be in the description link, uh, contact info. Um, let us know if you have any questions, you know, our email address has been a pleasure. I hope everyone has a wonderful, wonderful day. And thanks again for listening in. Take care, everyone.